0: Let us pray. Uh, Lord, you are good. and If today we're talking about joy, Lord, we pray that we would experience that joy. And if you've shown us joy in the last 30 minutes, Lord, that you would nudge us and say, hey, that's what I'm talking about. This is the joy that we find in you, Jesus Christ. And I pray that we would experience that today. In Jesus' name, amen. So today is a lot about joy. That's what I'm going to talk about. Um, Kids bring us a lot of joy, right? There's a flip side to that coin sometimes. They bring us anxiety and worry and some other things. Uh, But they bring us a lot of joy, and kids singing about Jesus bring us a lot of joy. And the Christmas season, in many ways, brings us joy. Uh, But sometimes there's other stuff mixed in with that, right? There might be grief mixed in with that. There might be times where we see people joyful and we don't feel that joy ourselves. So let's be honest, joy for many of us is elusive, right? It's something we wish we could wake up feeling every day, yet we don't. We don't always feel that. Sometimes it's short-lived, or sometimes it just feels shallow, like, like the joy gets down to here and it doesn't quite reach our hearts. Where the joy doesn't seem to reach our hearts, that's a tough place to be. We carry on wondering maybe is there something wrong with us, or maybe wondering why God isn't giving us the same joy that we think he's giving everyone else. Joy is more than a feeling, right? I, I think we've talked about that before. Joy is more than a feeling. It's not just an emotion. It's like this reality that we get to be part of when we are in communion with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So joy can exist ap- even in a time of grief, even in a time of sorrow, as can the peace that we're talking about, as can the love and the hope, these four themes that we revisit every Advent. And God is a good Father who wants us to experience joy, a deep joy, like a wholeness joy, a profound joy, a joy that makes us go, oh, there you are, Lord, working in my life. And there's two big kinds of joy that we see in the Christmas season um, that I want to talk to you about. There's the joy that comes with something unexpected, like how many of you have ever experienced joy because something unexpected happened that brought you joy? So that's a big thing, right? There's the unexpected joy that wasn't anticipated. And then there's the joy that comes after a long time of expectation and anticipation. Sometimes the joy we experience we're not looking for, and other times we're waiting for it and we're waiting for it. And then we finally get to experience that. And both of these joys exist in the Christmas story, like on on pretty big levels. So the first one I want to talk about is the joy that we're not looking for. The joy that is not anticipated. We see this in many of the characters of the Christmas story. So Zechariah is one of those. Zechariah is the father of John the Baptist. And God tells him and his wife in old age, his wife Elizabeth, that they're going to have a child who is going to pave the way for the Messiah. And he doesn't believe God, but he experiences joy as he sees this promise fulfilled. And he names the child John, and he receives this voice back. He wasn't looking for that. He wasn't expecting that, yet God broke into his life and gave him joy in an unexpected way. And then we have Joseph, right? Joseph has this dream that talks about Mary's pregnancy and God's purposes for it. And Joseph finds himself in this great story of redemption. One of the lines that was up here earlier, that he was the earthly father of the Son of God. Joseph wasn't looking for this. He didn't sign up for it. It was unexpected. Yet the role that God called him into in God's good and perfect plan was the thing that brought him joy. And then we have Mary, maybe the best example. I think Mary experienced joy on both sides here, the expected and the unexpected. Mary is blessed to carry the Savior in her own womb. And as she overfills, uh, we see this joy coming across in our scripture reading this morning from Luke. All of these people had their doubts. They weren't perfect. The joy didn't make them perfect Christians or followers of God, right? But ultimately, they trusted in God to fulfill his promises to them. They trusted that God was doing something incredible for the world and that they got to be a part of that story. And for 2,000 years, we're still talking about them and the roles that they played. The most famous proclamation of joy is Mary's Magnificat, which we heard the second part of in Luke today. And her heart seems to burst at this idea that God would choose her to bear the Messiah and the Christ. She wasn't looking for it again. She didn't ask for it. But God gave her this blessing, and God provided a deep and unwavering joy that was far greater than any emotion, and a joy that even persisted throughout the times of her doubt and her uncertainty as to what God was really doing. God often breaks into our lives too to give us joy when we are not looking for it. Maybe that's holding a child or a grandchild for the first time. You don't know what you're going to feel, but once you feel it, I think we could call that joy. Or the colorful sunset on a cold winter afternoon. We've had some really good joyful sunsets in the past couple of weeks. Or maybe it's the call or a note from a friend when you really need an encouragement and it was provided to you and you experience joy. The fact that God is actually working in your circumstances to break in and meet you where you're at. And so my question for you about this unanticipated joy, are you looking for it? Do you see it? And if you see it, do you embrace that? Does that become part of who you are? Because joy isn't just an experience to be left in the past. Joy is something that exists in us through God's blessing and grace and love. And we don't have to leave the joys that we experience in the past. We get to carry those with us. So do you see it and do you embrace the joys that God is placing in your life? Maybe we don't always see them, but let that be a challenge to you this Advent season. Look for them. And then when you experience those, grab hold of those joys and take them with you. And then there's the joy that is anticipated, that is looked forward to, right? And it's a different kind of joy. It's one that you've been craving, one that you've been anticipating. Uh, This is the Advent season for us. We're anticipating the coming birth of Jesus Christ when we celebrate that. In the Gospel of Luke... Uh, the shepherds get some joyful news, right? And you could argue that the shepherds uh, attending over their flocks, they weren't expecting the sky to be full of angels proclaiming God's good plan to them, right? No, they weren't expecting that. But you know who was? Their people. The nation of Israel. God's chosen people from the times of old, from hundreds of years in the past. God had made promises to them that the people who remembered and thought about these things, they were anticipating and expecting and hoping that someday God would send the Messiah that was promised. The angel said to those shepherds, Do not be afraid. I will bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Not just for the Israelites of old. Not just for the shepherds. Not just for the people in Bethlehem. But when I read that and I see all people... I think that's us too. The same joy that was proclaimed to the shepherds is a joy that is proclaimed to us. And we can look for it. And we can anticipate it. So the shepherds get to hear this first-hand news. And although the shepherds may not have been looking for it, their people were. And those who were faithful, they were looking for it as well. And God worked through them and the the magi and different parties in this story to bring about this joy that they'd been looking for. And we see this then with Simeon in in the temple. Jesus is presented as an infant to the temple, as was the custom for the Jews. And Simeon is this man there who was faithful to God. And he had been promised earlier in his life that he wouldn't die until he saw the chosen one and got to meet the Messiah. And so Simeon had been waiting a while for this joy too. He knew it was going to happen in his lifetime. And God, it got him to experience that joy. He got to see The chosen one, and his joy was made complete. The joy of anticipation and the coming fruition of that joy was made complete. And in that simple sentence, his joy was made complete. In that simple sentence, I think we find hope too. Are you struggling to experience joy? God has joy for you. Receive that promise this morning. In Jesus Christ, your joy will be made complete. The same proclamation to the angels, to Joseph, to Mary, to the shepherds, to all of the players in this story that we got to relive this morning, is a proclamation to you. The Messiah is breaking in on this broken world and in our own personal pain and grief and sin and loss. He's breaking in on our hopelessness, and he wants to break in on this hopeless culture that we find ourselves in. And in Jesus Christ, there is great joy available for all people. So this morning, let's simply pray together. Let's ask to receive and notice and experience and feel to the depths of our soul this joy that God has for us in Christ Jesus whether it's for the hundredth time or for the first time, I pray this morning you would experience that joy, that you would let it in, that you would agree that God wants to give you that joy. Amen.